0: Hello and welcome to, I suppose, what is the first episode, although I don't know if you call it a first episode, it's more maybe an intro to Dawn to Dusk uh, podcasts, sort of a little um, little thing that's been in the back of my mind for a little while now, a few good months now, wanting to, I don't know, so put, put a voice out into the community and and sort of, it's it's not only getting around four wheel drive and camping community as such, but also um, sort of giving back on on more of a personal thing for me, giving back to the community that's that's provided me with so much, and uh, and also I suppose a bit of personal development for myself, um, getting out there, sort of. Bit of an introverted sort of person at most of the time. So getting out and talking to people, having people on a show. Yeah, it's going to be a new experience. Um, It's going to be a daunting experience. And it's something that I will continue to get better at. But yeah, here we go. We're giving it a shot. So welcome, welcome to Dawn to Dust podcast, I suppose. This is a, a little... Little intro. Uh my name is Zach. For those that don't know me. Um, I'm sure you are well aware of who I am, though. I am for 50% one half of Dawn to Dusk Adventures. Uh the other half is my amazing partner, Amber, who is uh currently at work at the moment. Bless her soul, she's doing the old night shift. And uh yeah, I'm home by myself and I thought about time i give this old podcasting thing a go so here we are jumped on sort of giving it a run still getting my head around most of it but um you know something new and exciting so we'll see what happens so basically i suppose the idea of this is we as forward drivers tourers campers fishermen women we spend obviously a lot of time in our vehicles, driving from place to place to place, and going to all those amazing destinations and locations around Australia, and you know, we spend a lot of time in the vehicle and driving and such, and you know, we listen to a lot of music. I personally listen to a lot of music, but I thought, you know, it, it'd be cool to um, sort of have something else to listen to, and and I recently started listening to a few podcasts, and a lot of it's been personal development stuff and things like that, and I thought. You know, it'd be cool if we had a podcast that was dedicated to that side of things and talking to people, businesses, um, pretty much anyone that's involved within the 4 driving, fishing, boating, camping, adventuring, caravanning, that sort of sector, whether that be influencers, business owners, um, fabrication places, anyone of that caliber and that nature that has anything to do with four driving or camping and and just just exploring this great country, you know that's the people I want to talk to. That's the people I want to get their stories and share their um, experiences of life and you know where they've come from, what their big, biggest wins are, what their biggest losses are, how they built up to where they are at the moment. And um, so the, how, how they come to be in the place that they are and, and what they sort of are projecting forward as what, what they'd like to achieve, I suppose, in the next 12 months or 5 years or 10 years or, you know, the, the ultimate goal, sort of where they're heading in life and, you know, that sort of stuff. So that's who we'd like to talk to. And uh, I'm going to endeavour to get a few people on this show. I'm not expecting anything you know, but uh, I'd love to be able to talk to people all around the country um, and endeavour actually to travel to people, you know, wherever they may be, all the way from Cape York down to Tasmania, from uh, the East Coast to the West Coast and everywhere in between. I love to travel with Amber, doing what we love and, you know, stopping along the way and talking to the great uh, calibre of people that, Call Australia home I suppose that's basically what what this podcast is about and uh, you know it gives us something to listen to in the car while we're traveling down the road or on the highways on the dirt roads and also it's it's something I suppose you can download offline if you're out of bounds out of service which you know a lot of roads are in in this country hell you you go you go for twenty kilometers down the road from where I am. And you lose service. That's uh, Northwest Queensland for you. So I suppose, um, yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I um, I was born in has actually born in Tasmania, in Hobart. And uh, yeah, we get we get the second head cut off uh, when we come to mainland. It's part of you know that immigration process. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding. So we moved from there when I was very young. Moved up to um, Queensland, up north. First of all. And then, uh come down to Brisbane and sort of settled in brisbane and and made that home and did uh did my primary school years and did my high school years there and for the most part, it was good I mean I didn't really know any different and um I was always always fascinated by anything automotive trucks cars, motorbikes planes boats so anything you name it, I loved it I wanted to to get in it, experience it, touch it, feel it, look at it, hear it. I, I loved it. So um, it always fascinated me, automotive. However, I didn't want to be a mechanic, <laughs> funnily enough. i It didn't really interest me working on the vehicles as such, more so driving them and uh, being in them and experience that side of things. But, um, yeah, that only progressed a bit further when um, – and I got my license as a 17-year-old, as a, a wee lad. And, you know, as as most, the majority of 17-year-olds, we uh, we love our fast cars. We wanted to go as quick as possible. We want to do the skids. We want to do all the cool stuff, the big banging music boxes in the back of it. And I had all that. I had all that. I, I don't know about fast car. It was a Nissan Pulsar, mind you. <laughs> so it wasn't really fast, but, you know, I thought it was pretty cool. We had a big a big fuck-off muffler on the back of it, so it made a hell of a noise, big subwoofer in the back, and yee-haw, I was, I was away. I thought it was the bee's knees, you know. But anyway, that that vehicle served me good for a few years, you know, got through my my learners and my P-plates and all that. But uh, as I was heading in the direction of being a carpenter, so I took an apprenticeship as a carpenter, and um, I needed a ute. I was running out of room in the boot of the Nissan, um, Nissan Pulsar and I needed some more space. So as uh, I thought, geez, what's next? What could I get next? And uh, I'm sure you could probably guess as a, uh 18-year-old boy living in Brisbane, earning, mind you, earning a decent wage for what I was doing. Above award, I got a VE sv6 holden <laughs> and uh yeah well you can imagine how that was i i loved it it went quick for what i thought was quick anyway back then it was great and um yeah i probably spent a lot too much too much money on that car but uh you know at that age it's what you want to do you know to modify your cars and show it off to your friends and go to car meets and do all that sort of stuff, you know. And I suppose it's a rite of passage, really, for most um, teenagers and most people when they're younger. But anyway, I had that for a few years, and you know, I did the works to it. I lowered it, tuned it, did all the paint and all all the flash stuff to it, and you know, it just yeah, it got it got a bit got a bit ridiculous, I suppose, and and at the end of the day it uh it got to me and I was I was sick of <laughs> how low it was and I thought, no, it's time for a change and and it's time to sort of maybe get something a bit different and so I um I sold that and I just bought a Holden Rodeo. It was an old one, but it was a good one. It was good. It had the actually had the four J four double no, what is it? the four double j in it yeah which is the isuzu motor so unreal motor four double jz i can't remember now four jj one that's it four double j one that's the motor it had in it unreal motor was it was a great work you loved it towed the jet ski oh yeah i had jet ski too you know as you do (laughs) as you do as a as a i don't know what was i now 19 or 20 i think So I had a jet ski, towed that, down a Goldie. Great. Awesome fun. Lots of fun. Yeah, I I bought that and the idea was to have that for my work and I was actually going to buy a Supra. Been looking at a few, um, 2JZ motor, you know, and that was going to be my quick car. That was going to be my fast car. And I was like, yep, this is what I want. So I looked at Supras and looked at them and looked at them and back then, gosh, if only I'd known what the price of them would be now. Back then they were going for anywhere between ten to seventeen grand for for good, for good, good you know quality, decent paint. The motor was was barely touched. You know that was back then. Yeah, I looked around, test drive a few. Well, actually, no, I couldn't test drive them because I was too young. I think I was still on my P's at this stage. So I had a good, a good mechanic. That I used to go and see, and he would actually come and test drive the vehicles for me and tell me if they were good, bad, you know, what I needed doing, what they were worth, bits and pieces like that. So that was a bit of fun, but um, I couldn't get one for the price I wanted to pay, so that fell in the bucket, gone. So I got rid of that idea, and yeah, I um, and then I actually got an offer to go up to or over to the Pilbara Port Hedland in Western Australia for work. I was still an apprentice at this stage. I think it was about third year, second or third year, I think. And I went over there for 12 months, FIFO, and um, that's really the beginning. I can. uh, That's really, yeah, that'd be the pinpoint, the beginning of where I fell in love with four-wheel drives and fishing and camping and boating and all that. So... Um work had a couple of four drives over there and um we on our project we had a couple of local lads, uh chippies and bits and pieces, brickies and stuff like that. And they were obviously being local, they had their own cars there and stuff like that. So we we had we had friends over there and um we used to go out with them and they chose spots in their four drives and we take the work vehicles and head away. And um yeah, I I loved it. Loved it. Camping. Um my company gave us a boat they had a boat over there because they're pretty established uh, in the Pilbara so they had a boat floating around they they got it up to us and we used to go out every Sunday so you'd work six days a week 12 hours a day and then on a Sunday we'd head out fishing straight out from the port out markers we got all the local knowledge we used to just and that was so much fun we we caught we caught so much we go out Ride out in the ocean or we head up the channels and into the estuaries and catch all sorts of stuff. So that was a lot of fun. I loved it. And, uh, yeah, so spent 12 months there. Pretty much come back and, um, yeah, sold the Rodeo and bought a patrol, Nissan Patrol DX Ute. Now, yeah, going, looking back on it, I really should have done a bit more research into it. But you know, I want. That's that's what I got. I I looked at it. Yep, loved it. Sort of didn't realise the whole concept of coils and leaves and suspension setups and things like that. DX and STs and STLs and all that sort of stuff. So I bought one of them. Sold the Rodeo and uh, yeah, I put um put some toolbox on the back of it for work. because i was still using it for work. So put some toolboxes on it. Put a bit of a a canopy sort of thing on the back of it and and used it um, for camping and four-wheel driving and took it up the beaches and took it out of the bush and still use it for work and things like that and um, I decided, had that for a little while and then decided that I wanted a wagon. So I looked around, looked around, looked around, um, found one and uh, yeah, bought the wagon, sold the ute. So this was a so it was a 2009 Nissan Patrol ST wagon, obviously on coils, being a wagon. And I've had that ever since. That's the vehicle that you currently see now um, on Instagram and Facebook and all that sort of stuff. So I uh, built that up. Originally, that was going to be a tourer. I um, yeah, I built it for, for long trips, and it was going to be touring and all set up the works. And it's only recently, probably the last 12 months, that I've gone no, it's probably not the best touring vehicle, um, you know, being heavy. Yeah, I just as if it's getting a bit old now, and there's a few things wrong with it, and it really needs a bit of TLC, or or it needs to be gone, needs needs to be sold. So, um, yeah, it's it's built. I mean, it's got twin lockers, thirty fives. It's got superior catalog underneath it. It's got King's remote resi. So it's it's got all the fruit on it. Rear drawers, uh, roof racks, lights. You know, rear bar, you know. It's got all the Mickey Mouse uh, bells and whistles on it. Basically, I use that now for um, weekends away and the tough tracks, and it just eats them up, eats them up, absolutely. It's so good. So, yeah, bought that, built that, and um, and then in 2020, I moved up to Mount Isa, which is where I reside currently and uh yeah have been living up here ever since and have met obviously my amazing partner amber and um then 2021 late 2021 i bought a d max x-terrain and that one is going to be the tourer that one's going to be the one set up for the long trips and the um the exploring i suppose and that will be the one eventually that we tow the caravan with down the track so that's the goal in mind, which I'm currently going through the process of obviously seeing it all up with everything that it needs. And uh, mind you, that is quite costly in this day and age, as I'm sure most of you know. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's how it is. So the patrol is just for the weekend and uh, tough tracks during well, whenever that needed. The DMAX is slowly being set up for long trips. We're, um, yeah, We're going down to Fraser Island in October, which is good. And uh, I'll be taking that first time on a beach, which will be exciting. Let's see how it runs. So that's my two cars. Amber has a Nissan Navara um, N-Trek, I think they call them, and that's also got Superior catalog underneath it and thirty fives, and it's a weapon. That thing's a weapon. Rear locker. It it pretty much goes almost everywhere the patrol goes. Maybe not as easy, but um, yeah, she goes good. So, yeah, that's that's my story pretty much. This is, um, yeah, like I said, just been sort of an intro to um, Dawn of Dust podcast, really. And, um, yeah, anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. It's a nice short one, but um, I'm going to get some guests on here and we're going to, you know, talk about them and their life and their cars and experiences and the stories and talk some shit, I'm sure. There's always shit to be talked. No, it'll be good. And... um You know, have a few drinks and a few laughs and it should be good and we get the ball rolling and um, I will endeavour to keep bringing you content through all our socials. So it's Dawn to Dusk Adventures on on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and all that. And uh, I will bring you some more guests and some more info, I suppose. So anyway, if you've listened all the way through to this point, I really appreciate you. You were the OGs very first episode. So thank you very much, and you will be hearing from me very soon. Peace out.